Hi, my name's Andy Chamberlain. I'm a writer and creative writing tutor, and you are listening to the Creative Writer's Tool Belt, the podcast that gives you practical, accessible advice that you can apply straight away to your own writing. Today I'm continuing my series on plot and story development by looking at the issue of discovering the guiding principle behind your story and of all the different aspects to plot and story development. This one that I'm going to talk about today is probably the most important one and I'm going to explain to you why I think that's the case. As creative writers, it's imperative that we discover what it is that drives the story we're telling. It's essential that we understand the fundamental principle behind our story. Now, at one level, that sounds pretty straightforward. If you're working on a story, you know what the story is, don't you? You know what it's about and you think it would be relatively easy to summarise it. One of the exercises that I've mentioned in an earlier episode requires you to summarise your story in about 15 to 20 words and then maybe in a 50-word paragraph and finally in about 300 words. And maybe you've tried that exercise already and discovered that it's not quite as easy as it sounds. But the issue I'm talking about today goes even deeper than that. I'm not simply talking about having a clear understanding of what your story is about in terms of the events and the characters in it. What I'm talking about is how the universe in which your story is based actually works. Let me give you some examples. Think of the story of Cinderella. In this story we see Cinderella's fortunes fall as she is left at the mercy of her terrible stepmother and stepsisters. Then her fortunes rise as she goes to the ball. They fall again as she has to return home. And finally we have a very happy ending as she is completely restored and reunited with her prince. Now most of us could sketch out some kind of summary of that story, charting the fortunes of our protagonist, but this summary doesn't tell us about the essence of the story, the prince behind it, the moral drive behind it. And that's what I want to talk about today. And there's a difference between knowing what a story is about, the characters and the events and, and the setting and so forth, and knowing what guides that story, what the principle is. So if we set aside events and characters and setting for the moment, we could think of the story of Cinderella as a moral tale about good coming to those who do good deeds to others. And you'll see that there is nothing in that particular principle about stepmothers or stepsisters, princes, shoes that fit or don't fit, leaving a ball at midnight in a rapidly disintegrating carriage. There's none of that in there. And that's because what we're talking about here are the actual principles that drive the story, not the story itself. So in the case of Cinderella, we could expand on this guiding principle and describe it in this way. If you are kind and joyful and helpful and gracious, then you will be rewarded. If you are cruel and selfish and a bit morbid and spiteful, then things will go badly for you. As the reader, you can enjoy the story of Cinderella or any other story without explicitly knowing these principles, without having them explained to you. Indeed, most people will receive a story without a very clear understanding of what the guiding principle is. And a good thing too, from the author's point of view, you want your readers to be captivated by the story itself, not wondering what the key to understanding it is. Certainly your readers should have some idea by the end, but that's because you have expertly shown it to them during the course of the story, not because of anything you've specifically said. Now this guiding principle is what Robert McKee in his book Story calls the controlling idea. It's an insight which explains why the characters behave as they do, why the scenes unfold as they do. So if you understand the principle behind the story of Cinderella, then everything that happens in that story makes perfect sense. Because in Cinderella's world, kindness and gentleness and graciousness are all virtues that are eventually rewarded, we know that she'll be alright in the end. Conversely, because we know that being cruel and spiteful and selfish will lead to ruin, we know that things will turn out badly for the stepmother and the stepsisters in the end. 
Now, I mentioned a bit earlier that readers may or may not be able to very clearly articulate what the guiding principle in your story is. But as the writer, you have no choice. You have to understand what the core driver of your story is, first of all, because it is necessary for you to be able to use that principle to guide your way through the story. And secondly, because if you go off of that principle, if your story deviates from it, then you'll be able to spot that you've gone off course. I've used the word moral here to describe this guiding principle a couple of times, but that doesn't mean that the idea or principle behind every single story that we need to write needs to be good in the sense of being virtuous. It might be immoral, it might be amoral. You might feel that there is no particular virtue or vice associated with it at all. It might be that your guiding principle is that people with enough money can always escape justice. That's not a very moral idea, but you can write a story, a very good story, in which that could be the truth. Here are some examples of the sorts of guiding principles that you might find in a story that you read. Bringing up kids is hard work but rewarding. Love conquers all. Power corrupts. Absolute power corrupts absolutely. Loyalty to your friends is paramount. Look after number one. Revenge is better than forgiveness. Or even, forgiveness is better than revenge. Take a moment now to think about the project that you are working on. What is the guiding principle that makes sense of your story? What is the truth which your story both demonstrates and is driven by? But I would encourage you to take time and think very hard about what that guiding principle is. And you'll know that you have a problem with your story if, once you've thought about it, you've discovered that there is in fact more than one guiding principle. There are in fact two, or several even, and they are rather disconnected or at odds with each other. That's the point at which you will have to go back to your story and work at it again. If you've ever found that your story just doesn't seem to come together quite right, things don't fit together neatly, there's a good chance that the reason behind that is that you have more than one controlling idea, more than one guiding principle within that story, and that they are actually working against each other. Let's look at another example. I'm going to use a film this time, and I'll give you a spoiler alert at this point. The film is Alien. If you don't want to hear a summary of the plot, I suggest you jump forward about a minute. OK, so let's have a quick look at the summary of the film Alien. A spaceship is diverted from its course after receiving a signal from a derelict alien spacecraft. The ship's crew explore the alien spacecraft and discover the remains of the ship's pilot, as well as a large chamber full of objects which turn out to be eggs. One of the eggs releases a creature that attaches itself to the face of one of the crew and renders him unconscious. The rest of the crew break quarantine to bring him back aboard ship. The creature seems to die, the crew member wakes up and seems okay, then an alien organism bursts out of his stomach and roams the ship, killing off the rest of the crew. One crew member escapes and survives, killing the creature at the end of the film. Now that is a summary of the film Alien. It's not the guiding principle of the film. It's not the controlling idea. The principle, I think, centres around the key protagonist, Ripley. It's about the fact that a person can summon up the courage and determination when faced with an extreme situation to triumph against overwhelming odds. And that's a principle or a controlling idea that's been used again and again in film and television, in literature, in all kinds of art forms. This concept that somebody who, when they are faced with a very extreme and difficult situation, can look into themselves and find the courage and the will to overcome. And we realise that the guiding principle of the story is really made manifest in the final scene when Ripley takes on the alien and beats it. And Robert McKee suggests that in most cases, we will find the controlling idea of our story in the final scene. That's one of the reasons why the final scene is so important. And it has significant implications for us as writers. It means that when we're outlining 
or doing a first draft. When we get to the end of the story, we need to be especially sensitive to what that guiding principle is. Does the story actually have one? Does it have only one? How well does it define the whole story itself? Okay, so we need a practical method for trying to identify what the guiding principle is in our story. Okay, so we need a practical method for trying to identify our story and the controlling idea within it. I would recommend you take three steps to get to this point. First step is one that you should be relatively familiar with. You start with a scene, you start with a character. However your stories normally start, whatever is the first thing that sparks in your imagination. Whatever it is, that's where you start, that's step one. Step two is from there you begin to develop your story. You begin to add other characters, you begin to develop scenes in your mind. You begin to think about what the ending would be like. At this point you have a story. You might not have a story with a guiding principle, you might not have a story with a controlling idea, but you've got a story. You might begin to have an understanding of what it is that this thing is about when you think about the end. Finally you come to the third step. You look at the end of your story, you think about the whole thing, And you begin to understand in your mind what is the actual authentic story that you're writing. What is at the heart of this thing that you've created? And that brings you to the guiding principle. It's a difficult process. It can be quite painful because as you do it, you will look back at your story and you will begin to discard certain ideas, certain scenes. Take that as a healthy sign because you are approaching the point where you have the real story in your mind. And you're being guided by the controlling idea, by the principle behind the story itself. So let me give you an example of how an idea can turn into a story and from there we can define the guiding principle. Suppose I'm writing in the science fiction genre and I think it would be interesting to write a story about a woman who takes her twin sister's place as an astronaut on a flight. Now that's an idea that's just come into my head. It's not a story yet. It's certainly not a controlling idea or a guiding principle or any of that. It's just an idea. So now I take that idea that I'm intrigued by and I start to kick it around. So why has this woman taken the place of her twin sister on the flight? Well, let's suppose that she has managed to get onto this flight in order to confront her twin sister's lover, who is the commander of the ship. Perhaps she wants to confront the commander about some perceived mistreatment of her sister. Maybe the sister has been demoted in some way. She had a special task on this flight and it's been taken away from her by the commander. Okay, now I have the beginnings of the story. I don't have the whole thing, but I can try to flesh it out. And maybe at this point, I can begin to get an understanding of what the moral or the guide behind my story is. And perhaps it's this, you have to make tough decisions for the greater good. And sometimes you have to sacrifice one person for the rest of your crew. Now, if that's the guiding principle of my story, what might happen is that the commander might judge that having this woman on board is a threat to the whole mission, even their lives. And so he confines this intruder to some locked area of the ship or even ejects her out the airlock. It's a gruesome outcome, but it's consistent with that guiding principle. And if that's the principle that I choose, then the rest of the story has to be told around it. Alternatively, perhaps my guiding principle is don't judge someone until you've listened to their story. Now, in this instance, my protagonist, this twin sister who has managed to get herself on the ship, confronts the captain, learns something of his intent, some extra circumstance, something that she didn't know before, and that helps her to understand why things turned out the way they did. Now, if I establish that as the guiding principle, then I can tell the story around it. So, for example, now my story is this. The captain has prevented this crew member, his lover, from going down to visit a planet. That looks in her twin sister's eye like she's been demoted, like he has snubbed her. But 
the truth is that he has stopped her going down to visit this planet because the shuttle that they would use has some fatal technical flaw and because he loves this woman he can't bring himself to let her go down there and risk her life in this way now that may or may not be much of a story but it's consistent with the guiding principle i want to give you a couple more bits of advice just around developing this guiding principle and they are this first of all don't be too didactic so what i mean by that is when you discover what the driving principle behind your story is don't tell the reader again and again what that is. In fact, don't tell them at all. Show it to them. If you've listened to lots of episodes of this, this podcast, you'll know I'm always banging on about show, don't tell. This is another great example. Just show them the principle. Second thing, base your story on a principle that you believe in. If you don't fundamentally care about animal welfare, don't write a story that revolves around animal welfare. It might be an okay story, but you'll find it harder to do. Write about the things that you are passionate about. Make your guiding principles something that you really care about. Okay, so there's a lot to take in here. So let's summarise what I've been saying. A story will have characters and settings and events, all of which we can summarise. You might be able to write a story and summarise it perfectly. But do you know what the guiding principle is? It will have to have a guiding principle, a core moral value, that will help the readers decode how the world of your story works. They can have a bit of a clue as to what it is. You, as the writer, need to have a clear idea of what it is. As a writer, you must discern that guiding principle and use it to direct your story. It must be one principle, and if there are a number of them, and if they conflict, then your story will fail. Finally, you mustn't be preachy with your principle. Just show the readers. Show them, don't tell them what's going on. And it has to be something ideally that you believe in and this stuff really is powerful because if you present your story well and you present your guiding principle convincingly then readers will take that principle on and start to apply it in their own lives so that's it for this episode i hope this has all been useful to you if you want an exercise to take away from this podcast then of course it would be to try to understand as clearly as possible the guiding principle in the story that you are currently working on and to see whether all of the characters and the events and the way your story unfolds actually conforms to that principle. And today I have referenced Robert McKee's book Story, which is in fact called Story, Style, Structure, Substance and the Principles of Screenwriting by Robert McKee. It's available at the author's website www.mckeestory.com As ever, if you have any comments, do get in touch. I'm at andrewjchamberlain.com I'm on Twitter at Writer's Toolbelt. You can email me. It's andrew at andrewjchamberlain.com. My thanks as ever to podcast themes for the music. Thank you to you for listening. Until next time. Goodbye.